Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain... Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Bike Radar Podcast. I'm Ashley Quinlan, Senior Tech Editor for all things road and gravel across Bike Radar. At the start of February, I was whisked away to southern Spain to visit Pinarello to get an inside look at the brand's new F-Series and X-Series bikes. You can read all about those on bikeradar.com now, including my first ride review of the new F7 bike that I've come to think of as the Baby Dogma. But to get a better idea of the design thinking behind both F and X bikes, I took the chance to sit down with Maurizio Bellin, a former pro rider himself, who is Pinarello's chief of operations, taking overall responsibility for the brand's product development and production technologies. A quick note, this interview was recorded in a hotel room out at the launch event. So a quick apology now from me if the sound quality is a little below our usual standards. With that in mind, let's crack on. I am joined by Maurizio Bellin. Maurizio, have I pronounced your surname right? Yeah, yeah, Berlin, but that's right, yeah. Berlin, oh, I remember that. So Maurizio, you, you, you lead the product development essentially at Pinarello, and thank you for taking some time to sit down with us to have a chat. As this podcast goes out, we will have announced and broken the news of the new F-series and the new X-series of road bikes from Pinarello. So tell us, who are these bikes designed for? Yeah. So, well, thank you very much. That's thank you right. very much, Ash. It's a great opportunity for me to be on a Bike Rider podcast. I'm also quite excited. So I'm sorry if, and forgive me if uh, I'm not, uh, <laughs> maybe I'm too Enthusiasm <laughs> is great. Yeah. Enthusiasm is great. We love That's that. That's the, the right word for me now. Yeah. Uh, well, I let me come back at your question because uh, it's pretty easy for me to, to tell you 
the right consumer for those uh, two different bikes. Sure. So everything started from um, the question from our side uh, to build some bikes uh, able to embrace uh, people that want race on that on on that bike and people that just want to add the the performance the racing uh, performance at a more uh, comfort approach for an endurance performance so we created and the only answer that we that we had was created two different geometries mm-hmm. so everything starts from the geometry point of view because we strongly believe that geometry is the point of difference f- for a bike yes because it really speak uh, for uh, the user the right geometry to find the right geometry with the right sizes that's the reason because even f and x series have nine sizes which is quite uh, a lot mm-hmm. number of sizing if you consider those bikes are mid mid high-end bikes the geometry for f series are uh, really linked to dogma f mm. experience I'm not here to talking about the 70 years of uh, history of Pinarello, the 30 Grand Tour victories and so on, but I'm here to say there's a direct link in terms of geometry Mm. between Dogma F and F series. And uh, this link is made by racing, competition. For those people that uh, want to have uh, a racing experience with, uh, with the bike, to, to have uh, the maximum effort on the bike, the pro handling of the bike with uh, the same rake angles uh, of the pros. On the other hand, there's a big market out there for people that they, they want, they need a Pinarello performance bike, but with a, with a kind of geometry able to help them to keep performing at a high level adding the, the comfort in that geometry. And for us, uh, performance together with comfort means uh, endurance. And that's the reason because we started with uh, X project. X stands for cross, cross between performance and comfort, which is for us uh, endurance. So this is the difference compared uh, between F series and X series, the geometry. Then of course, we have a lot of technical innovation uh, behind the F-series and X-series. Mm. But mainly the biggest difference uh, is the geometry with nine sizes for each models uh, with the different consumers mm. for all of them. So, uh, you know, we're, we're talking here about essentially a race bike and we're also talking about an endurance bike here, which which sounds refreshingly simple. And, you know, ha- those geometries then... Uh, the usual, the usual differences that you might expect, I, I suppose, apply. You know, increased stack height on on the X series, so you're a little bit higher up, a little bit more relaxed, and a shorter reach as well. Are these all things that, how, how do they compare? Maybe that's the better question. How do they compare to the to the F series? Uh, we, we've got some. You've had some millimeters that you showed me. Yeah, earlier. yeah, yeah. Well, let's say is a is a kind of a mix together with other different technology because uh, of course the reach and the stack are the biggest difference if you look at the geometry. Yeah. But is that something related and combined together with the geometry? For example, uh, considering the last uh, uh, technology that uh, we have in, in the market, which is the tubeless tire. So. Uh, bigger tubeless tire, 32, 
size for X help the geometry together with the, the design itself of the frame, the mm. flexi stays on the chain stay, for example. So geometry, tubeless technology, and the design helps uh, X series uh, to approach uh, that consumer. Mm. Okay, so it's not only rich and stuck, which obviously are different. Okay, yes. so if I have to talk about the main difference, geometry-wise in a podcast, yes, uh, read. Star, rich and stark are uh, the main difference, but together with the mix that I just told you. Yes. While F-series is a pure competition. So the rake of the fork, uh, the angles, uh, the, the chain stay length, uh, is, uh, is, everything is built to perform mm. uh, with no compromise in terms of geometry. And... Uh, the position, so the position a rider could expect. I'm talking about the F series now specifically because that's the one I've been riding today, and probably the one I'll take out tomorrow morning as well uh, before I fly back to the UK. But that the F series then is you'd expect that to be a, a race bike, so it will be ridden by your under 23 pro riders, I believe, or, or, or neo pro riders. Um, basically, everyone but Team Ineos who will still ride the Dogma F. Am I correct in saying that? Correct. Excellent. Good. But by the way, uh, today I rode with you, Ash, and you look great on that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> like a pro. Good. Well, I, I'll, um, I'll wait to see the, the photos that come out of it. Um, that's, that's very kind of you to say so. I know that's not true. I know that I'm not twice the size of a pro. Um, but uh, no, that's very kind of you to say. So, you know, in terms of DNA, and we talk, we talk, you know, we've spoken a lot about, you know, Pinarello makes a lot about its history and, and its track record of success. All of these bikes look quite similar to the naked eye or to, to someone who is, isn't really keenly focused on the geometry changes. If you look at them, you've still got a lot of those design features that the dogma has made so famous. You know, your, ace, your asymmetrical designs, your... Um, you know, your, your on the star wavy forks at the front, for example. All of that has stayed... So, so is it a case of trying to maximize the lessons you could take out of out of the dogma or did you or, or did you go with a clean sheet of paper and you just happened to land at the same thing to answer this question i have to say we we made a lot of research and uh, we consider the the job that we did on dogma as a game changer mm -hmm. something that uh, helped uh, the dna of pinarello to grow and uh, build a kind of unique and icon design that everyone can uh, uh, see a Pinarello bike. Mm -hmm. I was with a colleague of you from Japan, uh, Ash, a few minutes ago, and I was telling him a right example in order to support this theory. One of the most uh, uh, best-seller color of Pinarello is uh, black on black. We call it B.O.B. I think that's what I wrote today. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stealthy, stealthy looking bike, that one. And, but you know why? Because uh, I guess Pinarello is uh, one of the fewest brands in the world that you can really ride a black-on-black -black frame with a black Pinarello logo that anyway, all the other guys, all the people, or everyone understand it's a Pinarello. Immediately by looking, Immediately at, by the looking at, the, at the silhouette. Mm. And uh, if you compare this exercise to all the others, it's very difficult because you think to a competitor, 
a black on black color, it's very difficult to recognize the brand of that bike. Mm. So this is just to explain you how we are uh, visible in our design. And that's the reason because it's, it's a part of a legacy mm. that we are, uh, we are bringing uh, toward F-Series and X-Series. But then, of course, if you look into the details, you can, you can see even if the unique design is still there, there are a lot of difference compared to dogma, for example. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Well, yes, and I, I suppose I mean I I look at the the F the F seven that I've been riding um, because there there are new there are new tiers within these series. So we talk about the F series and the X series. There are different tiers within this, and I suppose it, it looks very much like a dogma. You could mistake it for a dogma. Um, we're lucky enough to have some uh, team Ineos riders um, staying at the same hotel. Tom Pickock is here, for example. Um, and he, you know, I've seen his bike downstairs as well. And, and it's, it's it, apart from obviously the Ineos branding, the silhouette of it is incredibly similar. Um, so I, get, I guess what I'm getting at is under the skin, are you buying a Dogma light or are you, you know, are, are, you, are you buying a bike that is essentially a Dogma? Well, I just want to, to say mainly because I, I saw many dogmas every day in Treviso painted sure. <laughs> from my colleagues. Yeah. Or I'm very familiar with dogma silhouette. Uh, I mean, I just want to invite you mm. to see F-series and dogma F frames combined together. You will see instead a lot of difference. Sure. So there are uh, so many features that uh, dogma has, for example, and I'm talking about uh, the down tube. So you have... Uh, uh, on Dogma, you have two uh, shapes, more aero, you have uh, more uh, sharp angles, you have a different carbon material, which is uh, makes Dogma lighter and more aero because of the design is, is completely different. So even if from a very quick look, yeah. yes, you're right, from a quick look, they could be a kind of uh, similar, but they are not. They are not, completely not. They are completely different in details. 
and of course in the carbon fiber. So totally the performance of dogma is still uh, completely different in terms of weight and aerodynamic because of those small details, different small details. So tell us about some of those small details or, or quite fundamental details. You know, uh, we'll talk about carbon, I think, but um, you know, those small details that are different, how, how, what, what, what is different? And, and as I suppose not what are you getting on the dogma that you're not getting? on the F-series, but what does the F-series provide you? Let's approach it that way. Yeah, okay. So the F-series provide a good aerodynamic, mm-hmm. the same handling of dogma. That's the only thing that F-series can provide you mm-hmm. at the same level of dogma, which anyway, we're talking about a high-end bike because F-series is, a, is an high-end bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first, uh, let's say, uh, position is the is the feeling is the handling is the handling because uh, it shares the same geometry, the same rake, so you have uh, quite a similar feeling on, on than dogma. But then, of course, uh, the different weight, the different uh, carbon fiber give you a completely different response uh, answer in terms of stiffness. Mm-hmm. Okay, in terms of sprinting, in terms of the way. Uh, the bike supports you on the climb, which is the big difference that uh, you have on Dogma. I mean, when you climb with Dogma, uh, especially when you are on the pedals, you completely you can see the lighter fork uh, and the lighter front part of the of the of the frame mm-hmm. compared with F Series, which is still a racing bike. Uh, so aerodynamic wise, uh, is a is definitely a, a great bike. Mm. And I, you, you talked about carbon there, and I'll, I'll return you to it quickly. So the, the, the Torre carbon that you're using, the, the grading has, I don't want to say dropped, but you know, objectively speaking, it has. With this, you know, you've got three different models of the F-Series, the F9, the F7, and the F5. And the F9 and F7, I believe, have one grade of carbon, or you know, woven with one grade of carbon, and then the F5 is more... Yeah. Entry level is the wrong term, I suspect, but um, you know, a, for the F range, the entry point to that range that is, you know, that that's a lower grade of carbon. What what carbon are we talking about here? Well, we are talking about T nine hundred carbon for F nine and seven, mm-hmm. and T seven hundred for F five. The main difference, uh, Ash, uh, is the weight. Yeah. Okay, from a, a really superficial point of view. But then there's a, a bit, a slightly difference in terms of stiffness mm-hmm. because, of course, uh, F9 and 7 are uh, high-end frames anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the, the reason because we choose uh, this, uh, this carbon fiber. And the F5 uh, is still a racing bike. But uh, in that case, we can uh, add some weight. We can lose a bit of stiffness. But as you said, I even don't want to talk about an entry-level bike because no. uh, all our uh, amateur teams are using F5 mm. because uh, the, 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 the handling, the feeling is, is, is really high-end in terms of really of answers mm. on, on the tarmac. And I think, I think it, you, you're, you're sort of hitting upon a point there that uh, my colleague, uh, Simon Von Bromley, uh, who, who works as our senior tech writer, um, he certainly he feels, and I think rightly so, that aero is probably more important, and overall performance is more important than lightweight. If you're searching for, if you're searching for two hundred or three hundred grams, let's say over the over the whole bike, 
you know, that's that's not an awful lot of, you know, difference. Um, and if you're getting the performance still in terms of stiffness and aero, that's a good thing. Well, Ash, this is a, a good point. This is the greatest point because uh, Pinarello started to work in this direction since uh, the beginning when uh, we uh, created Dogma while uh, uh, the competitors start to make an aero bike and uh, a climb bike we immediately decided to work toward one direction, which is the same for F-series project. And the, the, dire the one direction was uh, the efficiency. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, of course, the bike has to be lightweight, because, no question, you, you, you have to be uh, lightweight. But the efficiency is more important than the weight only. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the way... You, uh, the way you ride, the aerodynamic. So the bike has to be efficient. That means light, fast, aero, stiff, uh, a mix of <clears throat> everything. And I'm here to prove, look at uh, now the, 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 the pros bike. Mm. They're not anymore at 6.8 kilos. They are 70.2, 70.3. Yeah. Why? Because they prefer to use tubeless tires instead of tubular mm. because tubeless are more efficient. Mm. So in terms of efficient, the pros, all of them are proving us that uh, a bike at 7.2, 7.3 is faster than a 6.8 one. In terms of a total system speed? Yes, if the 6.8 miss the aerodynamic, miss the stiffness, so you have a VAT dispersion, mm -hmm. you don't have shock absorbing. So it's a, it's a mix of many things to make a bike fast. And you, you made a point about this when you gave us our initial presentation, but you talked about tire clearances. Yeah. Um, the F, I believe, has 13 millimeter tire clearance, um, officially tire yes. clearance, and the um, the... X series, which we'll talk about in just a moment, uh, has 32 yep. millimeters of tire clearance. I, I mean, the, these numbers, shall we say, are not um, uh, groundbreaking. Other brands produce those numbers, and some go wider, and some go to 34. You yep. know, uh, you know, for, for even for race bikes and, and aero bikes. But the, I think the point is, is you you got you seem to have landed on sort of a middle ground of optimizing that performance rather than saying it's more aero than it is lightweight or more lightweight than it is aero and the compliance that you can get out of that system is optimized with the tubeless tire at 30 millimeters or in the case of of the, of the endurance x bike um in 32 millimeters that seems to be what i what i understand it to be so maybe more isn't always better yeah that, that's completely true i mean uh, we optimize the choice to get that size uh, of tubeless tire mm. also because if we increase uh, the the size for example on f series yeah. if we increase the size of uh, of the tire then we have aerodynamic less performance on the front one because of the fork then we have a longer chain stay because of the size of the tire and the longer chain stay it give uh, come back at the geometry point where yes. the match the completely you have to to think about uh, the geometry of a bike i i i used to say is a complex uh, uh 
dish made by a chef. Mm. If you put a lot of a different ingredient, it's completely different plate and different taste. Mm. To have uh, a longer chain stay because uh, we need a bigger tubeless tire, it was uh, not the aim that we need for that user. No, okay. it would change the handling for that user. Completely, it, it yes. It may even change the aerodynamics slightly. Yes. Yeah. In fact, it probably would do because the bike system has changed. Exit. And then you'd have the same at the front. If you had to open the fork crown a little bit more, the Except. stiffness changes. Exactly. This is me just thinking. So the, 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 <laughs> the balance on F-Series saying 30 millimeters is, it comes from that analysis and study. Yeah. Optimize for that bike, for that user. Mm. Let's switch tack tax then very quickly. I know you're a very busy man and you've got other people that you need to go and see. Um, let's talk about the X, the X series just uh, briefly. Um, I may get a chance to ride it tomorrow, I may not. Otherwise, we look forward to seeing one of those in, in, on Bike Radar for a review soon. Um, but obviously, this is your endurance bike. Um, and, you know, I, I suppose maybe not many people view Penarello as an endurance bike kind of brand. So uh, if, if someone's looking at this bike and saying, yes, I, I would love to own a Pinarello, this looks like the new endurance bike, and this looks like, you know, taller stack, and we talked about it earlier, and, and other modifications, flexi stays at the back to make it more compliant. Sounds perfect. Uh, is someone going to be buying an endurance bike at its core, or so, uh, someone going to be buying a bike that is uh, a race bike, made to feel a bit more like an endurance bike where, where where on that side of the fence are they are they looking yeah because there's such a range right now with endurance bikes you go all the way to all road you know exactly no uh this is a a good question uh ash because uh uh, for Pinarello, building, uh, making a, an endurance bike is still me making a, a performance bike. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we started since the beginning of the process to think about a performance bike. Mm. Okay. But just thinking to people that they want a performance bike lasts for hours. Okay, because uh, we started to get from the markets the feedback that uh, the competition geometry for us is uh, is quite tough. Yeah, for many people, I mean, starting uh, people that they are not uh, young anymore, or they come back from a surgery, or they just want to have a more pleasure on the bike. Yeah, but keeping the performance, keeping the stiffness, keeping. Uh, keeping the Pinarello DNA. So that's our way to interpret the endurance concept, okay? So we just want to give to those people a performance bike, able to let them stay more on the bicycle in terms of hours, in mm -hmm. terms of timing, in terms of performance till the end of the riding. Because some people, they ride four hours, and in the last 30 minutes, they start to, to feel bad. The pain back on age, the back. Yeah. Shoulders are tense because they're too low down. Exactly. Yeah. Been so, there, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 40 and I can tell you I start to, to feel something that I never feel before. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. Why I have to feel pain the last 30 minutes if I want to keep riding for hours? Mm, yeah. That's obviously something related to, to, to my geometry, mm. not even my position, but the complete geometry of the bike. But I'm st I still want to perform. 
Yeah, you want to get the most out of yourself. Yeah, so that's uh, exactly what X stands for. Hmm. Yeah, and I suppose, I mean, it, it's endurance bikes in, in that approach. You, you could argue that, you know, you have backache on your on on your bike for the last half an hour on a, on a bike that's too aggressive for you uh, or with the geometry that's too aggressive for you in a ride position. You know, that route, that doesn't just affect your ride. It affects you after your ride as well. If you're stiff and you don't then want yeah. to ride the bike again for another week because you're so stiff or, or tight and, and, and or you're struggling or you've got lower energy because the bike you had before was racy and so you were... In the UK, I should I should tell you the the roads are a lot worse than they are here in Spain, where we, we've been riding these bikes. Um, so it's important to have that extra clearance and that extra compliance because it makes the ride easier and actually makes you faster over the course of a longer ride. I think, and that's the reason because we kept aerodynamic filters on X series, mm. okay, like the fully integrated cables on the front. We uh, analyzes deeper into the details the mix between uh, 32 tires tubeless tires yeah. plus uh, the flexi stay mm -hmm. which give you in terms of vertical stiffness the feeling to just go straight and smooth mm -hmm. while you're on a bad tarmac quality okay yeah. because this is also a big difference yes. to have a bike that uh, is able to absorb the vibration from the tarmac, because at the end of the day, those vibration from uh, our competition geometry are the vibration that start to uh, make pain on, on your body. You yeah. You yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a completely balance uh, yeah. of them. Look, Maurizio, thank you for your time. Thank you, Ash. Uh, and uh, look, we, we, we look forward to seeing new product launches in, in the future from Pinarello. I'm, I know that there could be some coming in the, in the near-ish future. We look forward to those, whatever they may be. And uh, thank you for your time. And uh, we, well, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode. Oh,